What smells like shoe polish? Be quiet. We have a promo to do. I'm Jeff Ferry, and this is my head row podcast mate, Chris Durkach. We are the hosts of the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We break down the Kevin Smith films featuring Jay and Silent Bob one minute at a time, starting with Clerks. I have a hockey game at 12. Chris, please. So if you've ever worked a dead-end job behind the counter discussing Star Wars while slinging coffee, nudie mags, and cigarettes... Cancer merchant! Cancer merchant! Settle down! Or if you ever leaned outside a convenience store, secretly hated all your customers, or closed your place of business to attend a funeral, you should join us at Jay and Silent Bob Minute on DuelingGenre.com as we discuss the milkmaids, berserkers, and the significance of the number 37. In a row? Come for the clerks and stay for the rest of the Jay and Silent Bob Minute fun. Right, Chris? I'm not even supposed to be here today. Welcome back to the actual comic book of Hackslash uh, here on Goth Girl Horror, the Hackslash podcast. Last episode you heard was the action figure review that recently came out from Big Bad Toys and uh, Amazing Heroes, which I have hanging up uh, next to me right now. And then before that, uh, the last issue we covered was with uh, Greg Elner. Uh, Hackslash number seven, which was a standalone cat and dog issue. But now we get into the the rest of Hackslash Resurrection with uh, the first issue of a four-part storyline featuring the return of Vampirella. And joining me for this uh, episode of Hackslash Resurrection, guest starring Vampirella, we have Matt Hickman. Introduce yourself, Matt, and what you a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm uh, Matt Hickman, and I... Sometimes write stories for Wild Hunt Press. My current book that is out is uh, Boogie Nights Dark Warriors, where I co-authored a story in that anthology with Christopher Nigro, wherein my Monster Hunter character fights the Chud. And I mostly hang out on Twitter. The Chuds, like the uh, carnivorous humanoid underground dwellers from the movies? Yes. Interesting. Just legally, just legally distinct. Did you happen to see Us, the uh, Jordan Peele movie? It was a very much a homage to Chud. Yes, I did. Yeah. I like that movie over uh, Get Out, but I've really grown to really love Nope. But mainly because yeah. the villain, uh, I forget his name, Michael something, uh, the villain from The Crow, he's in the movie as that director they hired to help um, hunt down their UFO. Oh, yeah, that is him. Yeah. I was really pleasantly surprised when I saw him. Um, so we're going to jump right into the meat of this hack slash resurrection number eight with this plot synopsis. Cassie and Vlad return to Haverhill only to find it in a rundown cesspit. Tending the local Renaissance festival, they run into Haverhill resident Chet Chandler, uh, Ch- uh, Chandlers, who agrees to help them figure out what's going on. Meanwhile, Cassie is having dreams involving one of her ancestors. Our heroes find out the town is infested with vampires and Chet is behind it. So they call Vampirella to help out. Uh, in the end, Cassie is in trouble, and Vlad and Vampirella are rushing to her aid. And this comic book has three different covers, and you were reading it uh, digitally. I only have the first cover, which has Vampirella like spreading her arms with her giant wings behind her, Vlad crouching by her, and Cassie looks like she is spitting on somebody. Yeah, that's the same cover I have. There is a Supercon photo cover from GalaxyCon, with, I do not believe... Wait, so that's probably cover B. That's by Danielle Adagaraki. Uh, oh, no, that's cover C, photo credits. 
So there's okay, so there's two covers. Cover C has like two covers. And the cover C photo credits, uh Jason Shepard play is the photographer. Cassie is Doris Torres and Vlad is Alex uh Chamberlain, which is, sounds very funny because I know of a poet in Worcester, Massachusetts with the same name as Alex. Um but uh yeah, this photo cover of Cassie and Vlad is pretty great. I don't know if you have seen, but recently announced is coming out exclusively for Fan Expo Boston is a uh, uh, brand new Hackslash photo cover for uh, Hackslash versus the Seance Room. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's very limited edition cover to um, that convention. I will have to get it. Uh, you know, I already have that issue because it's uh, the comic book is by a friend of mine named Ben Goldsmith, who will be coming on the show at some point to talk about um, hack slash versus the seance room. Yeah. I heard the last episode he was on. Yeah. Uh, that was to promote the Kickstarter and the book finally oh. came out and the Kickstarters are now available. I have read that issue and it's really cool. Um, there is an interesting little thing with Vlad in it that I asked somebody about and they weren't even aware of it. So I'm going to have to uh, have to wait and see what happens with it. And then the other cover is a is a is a cover by Tim Seeley himself. He did this cover as well with Addison Duke. And then there's the uh, Danielle Antakarji uh, cover. Um, I just wanted to really quick look up Doris Torres. But why don't you go on with the uh, panel by panel discussion of the issue? It starts with uh, Cassie and Vlad ordering tacos at the best named taco place ever, Taco Hell. <laughs> yeah, and the artwork, by the way, I forgot. I almost forgot to uh, say the credits. It's written by Teeny Howard and artwork by Seller, and uh, colors by Michael Russell, letters by Crank, and production by uh, Ryan Brewer, edits by Tim Seeley. So Tim Seeley is not part of the writer or artist team of this book, but it is Seeler who's done a lot of the issues for this series. Taco Hell sounds fantastic. It does. I especially like the Diablo burritos. Those sound very tasty. Yeah, I, yeah. I like. I like all of the puns they have for the names of the food, especially the large bell blast being a fan of Baja blasts myself. Um, they seem to go to, uh, as we mentioned in the plot synopsis, a Renaissance fair. Have you ever been to a Renaissance fair? I have more than once. Uh, what were the Renaissance fairs you'd been to? Uh, just, just the one here in Texas. The, uh, I don't actually remember what it's called, but yeah, it's a, it's Texas Renaissance Festival. That's the one. Cassie's DNA test, um, ancestry DNA test, kind of reminds me of the hack slash nailbiter crossover, where the nailbiter thought that Cassie could possibly have come from his town because his town is a breeding ground for serial killers. I've not actually read that comic yet. That sounds awesome. Yeah, the nailbiter series is about a a um uh a not convicted serial killer who gets away with murder and helps the local town track down um, a notorious cult of serial killers because they um, the town is notorious for for people um, being born there and turning into serial killers and the reasons why um, are buried underground. So it's kind of like Dexter, but with a a town with an evil secret. An extremely evil, evil, <clears throat> an extremely evil secret. And the comic book is actually written by uh, Joshua Williamson, who has been on the show. He is best known for currently writing the Flash um, comic book series, and he like, just got done writing um, Dark uh, Dark Crisis, the uh, Dark um, it Crisis on Dark the the Crisis on Infinite Earths recent crossover event. 
Yeah, that's the one that ma- the man that laughs came from, right? Or no? No, that, was, that, that that's different. That's the dark. That's the dark metal universe. Yeah. Um, the dark crisis of infinite earths is um, Pariah, um, who has been a character around since the crisis of infinite earths, kills the Justice League with the help of like Necron, Darkseid, Doomsday. All of the big bad heavy hitters of the DC universe got corrupted by the darkness, which is like the thing that's more powerful than Darkseid himself. And um, with the Justice League wiped out, um, it was uh, tasked to uh, uh, Deathstroke and his group of villains to take out the remaining heroes. Uh, which did include, like, Nightwing, all of the Teen Titans, Hal Jordan. It's not like the world was left without heroes. Yeah. Uh, but it was a rather interesting um, story, and it's kicked off the new DC, you know? The 15th one. Something like that. But they're not restarting the books. You know, there's there's just a bunch of new titles launching. Um, I, I, from what I've seen so far coming up, it looks pretty good. So far, Superman has been amazingly well-written from it. That does sound good. I should read that. Yeah. Anyway, so back to <laughs> back to uh, the Cassie and Lad universe, Hackslash. OG golly, uh, Chet Aruni sounds like a just very Archie style kind of uh, way of saying someone's name. Yeah. When I read it, it made me laugh. Because I could definitely picture her doing it in a very nerdy voice. Cassie, uh, set in the Old West, um, is rather interesting because I could see there being a character like this. Yeah. She kind of reminds me of Pilgrim of Wednesday. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. But I know a lot of people have always kept saying recently, now that Jenna Ortega has played Wednesday, oh, Jenna Ortega should play Cassie. And I'm like, sure. Because she doesn't already have a TV series where she's playing a goth chick. So. <laughs> and I like that her uh, her Vlad, for back of a, lack of a better term, is a plague doctor. Yeah, it's rather interesting. Um, that, that mask was, I've seen, quite often um, used uh, during the Our Own Plague in real life. Yeah. Um, it's it's very funny how late Vampirella comes into the book as well. We get the vampires that show up and they're just kind of like monsters in a way, but Sealer has a way of like really drawing the the way he draws people as 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 all monsters. It is great how she shows up too with Cassie going to bed and then Vampirella just sneaking into Vlad's bedroom like a vampire would to seduce yeah. him. Because she clearly has either boned him or wants to. She has a thing for the guys that look like Vlad. Yeah. I mean, she, I, has, I, she doesn't necessarily, by the way, I've read a lot of Vampirella comics. She doesn't necessarily have a specific type. I mean, she's gone, she's gone out with guys that look like bodybuilders and then gone out with guys that look kind of nerdy, too. So, yeah. That's, I've I think read it's a matter of the spirit inside them more often than the, their physical look. Yeah, I've read a lot of Vampirella comics, too, and one thing I noticed about this particular crossover is she comes off as super bimbo-y. She does yeah. a little bit in this um, story arc, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah like, like like she doesn't usually in her comics, but in this particular comic, like like that part where she's like, we should go back and dance, I, asked, I requested them to do Pony. Uh-huh. But yeah, I did like how she snuck in Vlad's room and he's just kind of like, what's going on? Right. Because, you know, he's Vlad. 
he doesn't really understand most of this. No, he doesn't seem to. But um, I do like what uh, this guy tries to seduce Kathy. Cassie, Cassie, you're so into it, in, intuitive, so beautiful yeah. in form. And then um, his it, it Vampirella calls him Primetime. His name wasn't Primetime. It's just a nickname, right? Yeah. Okay, that's just kind of funny. And then that's how we end our first uh, part of the issue. Uh, with uh, him about to bat- bite Cassie in the neck. Uh, very unusual how, what she is wearing with the rest of her costume is just a sweater. <laughs> it just doesn't match very well. And I go to a goth club. <laughs> I do not see a lot of girls wearing sweaters. Even, by the way, when it's like 10 degrees outside here in New England. Yeah, I, I, I'm friends with lots of goth girls and they don't generally dress like that. What I noticed about the guy who is trying to seduce ha- Cassie, though, is they kind of drew him to look like Nicholas Brendan, and I wonder if they did that on purpose. Maybe, possibly, um, considering he was a vampire in the alternate universe episode of Buffy. And it does seem like something they would do. Exactly, exactly. Uh, in the back for ads, we have this thing called The New World. I have never heard of this before uh, by Tad Moore and Alex Cott. Um, yeah, me either. Interesting. But it came out in 2018, so I definitely have to hunt it down. The artist, by the way, for this comic book, I, I'm almost positive, is currently drawing a miniseries for Doctor Strange. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm almost 100% positive this is the same artist as a miniseries for Doctor Strange. I don't know if it's part of the continuity, considering Doctor Strange just came back to life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then there's an ad for Believe in Image Comics, and then a couple of hack slash ads, and then... The same thing on the back is what we have read in previous episodes of the podcast, yeah. which I'm not going to go over again. Um, but uh, overall, decent start to a kind of foe that Cassie and Vlad don't fight very often, the vampire. Yeah, yeah I can't really think of many that, besides the Vampirella crossover that they've actually fought in the book. Yeah, they never did Dracula before, and I just think maybe that's just too close to, like, everyone's done Dracula. Why does Cassie have to fight Dracula? You know, yeah. maybe just generic vampires. So, you know, uh, who knows? And I don't know what's coming up for more Hack Slash after the Hack Slash uh, Seance Room crossover. Um, well, they, the they, 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 as far as I'm aware, there's nothing coming up um, well, immediately. There is the Omnibus on Kickstarter right now, which I think has already ended. But other than that... Well, they, they did just... They Hold did on. just sorry. So Tim did mention to me that the um the thirtieth anniversary image comic shorts of Cassie and Vlad would be collected at some point, maybe this year, but who knows? But you can find those shorts, by the way. They're like six or seven pages yeah. between twenty issues. Um, so I actually bought bought the image anniversary book because she was in it. I actually I actually know a lot about that story. Right. The image anniversary book though is multiple issues though, right? Yeah, it's uh, I believe the Cassie story is uh five issues from five to ten. Okay, see, I wouldn't mind hunting just those down just to have that, but if Tim's gonna collect it, I might as well just wait. Yeah, because that's what he did, by the way, with the um, uh, the one shot that came out in December. That was collected from the omnibuses because people who already had the conflicts didn't get the omnibuses, and he said that yes, the short stories in the omnibuses will get collected in its own single issue. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so they, that's still available at Yolkocom. I think it's called Open Wounds. So, But um, that's all the notes I have for this issue of Hackslash, issue number eight. Uh, don't forget, you can find us on Twitter, uh, Chris at, uh, well, me at Chris DSAV, but also on Goth Girl Horror. And if you want to send me an email about this episode, thatradiohorror at gmail.com. Uh, Matt, where can people find you if they want to read your book or uh, check up on any of your other writing? Oh, uh 
you got my Twitter at Matt Kind. I'm also on Facebook under my my uh, actual name, Matt Hickman. And uh, my book is on Amazon. It's Boogie Nights, Dark Warriors. And I'm told eventually Wild Hunt Press, the company that published my book, will get a website. And then we'll sell all the books there. Because obviously gotcha. I got more books besides mine. Besides and, the anthology I'm in. But yeah. Cool. Mostly and, just uh, Twitter. If you're a fan expo Boston coming up in April, because this episode will be uh, posted at the end of February, early March. Mm-hmm. Uh, in April, um, Ben Goldsmith will have the new issue that Cassie and Vlad show up in, Hackslash versus the Seance Room, and there will be an exclusive photo cover uh, that he just posted online today that you can pick up there. So check that out. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another exciting episode of Goth Girl Horror, the Hackslash crossover. Pause. Okay, I just got to mute real quick and uh, take this call. Someone's called me twice, and then we'll jump right into the next issue. Yeah. Okay. Bad.